Recently, we celebrated Are You OK Day at our college and also had the pleasure of a live-in representative come to our college and speak to our senior students, parents and staff community about all things mental health, including the importance of reducing the stigma, taking care of our own mental health through self-care and knowing when to reach out if things start to get a little shaky or if we or others are spiralling or at that unwell end of the mental health continuum. Taking time to shine a spotlight on mental health on days such as Are You OK Day are wonderful. However, it's also really important that these days aren't just a day on the event calendar and that messages behind Are You OK and the Live In organisation are kept at the forefront of our mind every day and that we know that they are a valuable resource to lean into and revisit when we need. At Mary MacKillop, we place a great emphasis on wellbeing and we value wellbeing across the mental health continuum. One of the reasons for this is because we know that students' wellbeing positively affects their learning and academic progress, and in turn, their achievement and learning at school positively affects their mental health and wellbeing. We also recognise that the focus on wellbeing needs to extend beyond just that of our students. Mental health is intricately linked to that of those around us, particularly for our children and young people in that when parents, caregivers, extended family, teachers and other community members, including peers, are doing well, our children are more likely to be too. So your mental health matters, not only for you to experience thriving in your life, but it also matters to every single person around you, especially to your children and young people. Let's review some of the key messages to take away from Are You OK Day and Live In. Firstly, the mental health continuum, which acknowledges that we all have mental health and we experience our mental health on a continuum, much like physical health, where we may be well, or at times we might find ourselves a little shaky, or perhaps we might head toward the other end of the continuum where we are spiraling or even unwell with our mental health. The mental health continuum also recognises that It doesn't necessarily need to be a significant mental health crisis in order to warrant attention and a response. Even when we are well, proactively taking action to maintain this state of wellness is important. And when we recognise ourselves feeling a little shaky, this is a time to take action, to get back to well. And if we find ourselves spiralling or unwell, this is a particularly important time to take action especially so if we've been feeling this way for two weeks or more. These are times where we need to reach out and seek help from others, including from a professional. Another key message of living and are you okay is to shift the stigma of mental health. This stigma is a key reason why people don't seek support. So it's really important that we promote messages that shift that stigma and normalise mental health difficulties and reaching out. Livin's message of it ain't weak to speak highlights that it actually takes courage and bravery to speak up, as it does to ask are you okay and check in with those around us if we notice that they may not be. We were also reminded that asking are you okay and checking in with someone we notice that they might be struggling in some ways is always okay. If it comes from your heart space, from a place of good intention, compassion and care, you can't actually do it wrong. But of course, if in doubt, reach out. Whether it's 
for yourself or in seeking support for someone you know. Reach out to others that can assist you with this. A friend, family, colleague, community member or a professional. Just reach out. Another key message we can take away from Are You OK Day and Live In is that we all have different perceptions depending on our lived experience. This means that how one person experiences a situation or event may be completely different to how the next person does. So we shouldn't assume what's going on for someone else or what the impact of a certain situation will or should be. Instead of making assumptions, we can look for warning signs. And there are many warning signs that we can look out for in others and in ourselves too. Withdrawing and isolating from other people, having difficulty sleeping, increased fatigue, being irritable, change in appetite and weight, lack of motivation, suicidal thoughts, lowered self-esteem. These are all signs that someone may be in need of support with their mental health. When we recognise these signs in someone we know, we should take the time to inquire how they're doing, noticing that they've not been themselves. Of course, if we're going to be supporting someone who may be having a hard time, this requires us to be taking care of ourselves. An important way to take care of ourselves is the notion of self-care. These are the basics to come back to. If we sway from that well end of the continuum, things like exercise, nutrition, breathing and mindfulness practices, sleep hygiene, social support, gratitude, watching our social media use. And there's plenty of other self-care ideas too. These things don't need to be extravagant or expensive. It's something more that you can just do daily, something that's an easy, um, implemented, habitual practice, something that brings you some level of joy or competence, accomplishment. But if nothing else, it's just something that you do because you matter and your mental health matters and that you are prioritising that. It's also important to note that while others around us may have their own recommendations and advice around what works for them, sometimes it actually can just take a bit of trial and error to figure out what coping strategies work best for you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast and being part of our Mary McKillop community as we continue to embed mental health and well-being at the core of what we do.